I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello and welcome to the Raptors Reaction Podcast. I'm your host, William Lou. This episode, along with every episode this season, is brought to you by our sponsor, KFC. So I'm recapping the Toronto Raptors... 98 to 88 loss to Kawhi Leonard's uh, Los Angeles Clippers. Look, I got to say, you know, the Raptors are champions, so there is no more need for moral victories. Uh, you know, a loss is a loss. But at the same time, I'm really, really proud of the way the Raptors fought. This is a schedule loss like the entire way. You got a team coming from, um, you know, the Eastern time zone. You make a stop in New Orleans, very difficult situation there, you know, where, uh, you know, Kyle goes down with an injury, Serge goes down with an injury, and what should have been a blowout game, um, you know, turns into a game where Pascal has to close the game, Fred has to close the game, so those guys play extended minutes, and they're on a short roster. Then, of course, last night, obviously, uh, the exhilaration of playing the Lakers. The Raptors really gave it everything they got. If anything, it looked like the Lakers were the, the ones on the road because they were the ones that ran out of gas at the end. But, you know, so they got that win. And then you come in tonight and you play the third game in four nights. You're in L.A. again. The Clippers are well-rested. And they're at home. And the Raptors, honestly, they they... They fought like crazy, and again, I, I just have I'm I'm so proud of the team. You know, whatever you lose, you know the Raptors obviously in the fourth quarter ran out of gas. Like it's not even making an excuse. It's not like the Raptors choked or anything in the fourth quarter. It was honestly the Raptors couldn't generate anything, like anything. I'm talking about Pascal saying I'm going to the free throw line and missing two in a row. When has that ever happened? You know what I mean? Like, it, the whole team was just so tired. Nick Nurse using all of his timeouts. Actually, very smart about using his timeouts because he had a lot of them um, in the fourth quarter. But he used every timeout just to get his team a breather after getting a rebound, after getting a stop. And even that wasn't enough. Even that wasn't enough. Like, you know, the Raptors just had nothing in the fourth quarter. I mean, they had they got outscored 25-10. to 10. But to be honest, the Raptors were still the team, at least in this one, that I thought executed uh, better than the opponents like first off Nick Nurse came in with a brilliant game plan to stop Kawhi Leonard just I'm, I'm talking about a brilliant game plan we all know how good Kawhi is we all know how great Kawhi is I mean when have you ever seen Kawhi shoot two of 11 from the field with nine turnovers that's a career high nine turnovers by the way but two of 11 from the field and nine turnovers for only 12 points Kawhi made his first bucket of the game th- with Six minutes and 30 seconds left in the third quarter. And his only other basket was, a, you know, six minutes left in the fourth quarter there. So it's just an in- incredible job. Now, uh, granted, Kawhi did have nine assists. But, hey, if you have ni- if you have nine assists against nine turnovers, you'll take that any day of the week. And the Raptors really came out with an incredible game plan. Again, credit Nick Nurse because this team didn't even practice. Like, they didn't practice. They just had a game plan for the Lakers. Obviously, it's a very different challenge. You got AD, you got LeBron, you know, you got other guys. 
you got Danny. You know what I mean? Like, that's a unique challenge. And to go from that team to coming to guard the Clippers, it's a completely different thing. So Nick really, if you think about just the logistics of it, Nick really only had shoot-around to basically walk these guys through what I want to do defensively. And I thought the Raptors came out and executed it beautifully. Uh, just at the level of uh, professionalism and sort of preparedness. Again, Kawhi had two baskets and nine turnovers. And um, the guy you got to give a lot of credit there for, you know, not just Nick Nurse, who basically the game plan was trap Kawhi Leonard as much as possible. Trap him at every opportunity. Trap him at half court. Trap him at on the wing. Trap him in the post. Double team him in the, in, you know, when he's in the, you know, in the lane. Like, just do anything you can to make sure it's not Kawhi Leonard shooting the basketball. And the Raptors actually, as a team, rotated really well. They showed multiple looks. You know, they played more of that 3-2 zone. They had times where, it, I, th- you know, I thought I, it was just like a one-off, but then it just kept happening where they would put a guard like Matt Thomas or even Fred Van Vliet on the Clippers' big man, which was usually Harrell or, or you know, usually was Harrell, sometimes was Michael Green. And basically the reason for that is because the Clippers run a lot of sets where, um, you know, they use the big man to come and screen for either Lou Williams or for Kawhi. And so the Raptors would use those guards on those sets to come over, trap, really get into the ball, force a difficult pass over the top to the big, and then a third defender will come over. And that's honestly how a lot of Kawhi's turnovers were. That and also just getting picked up full court by Rondé Hollis-Jefferson, who was excellent in this game. Like, he really has made a case for the last two games where, you know, yesterday against the Lakers, it was more of his scoring that that really shone through. I mean, in, in the fourth quarter there, I think he had eight points. Um, but today, it was the defense, uh, you know, filling in for OG Ananobi, who, like, oh my God, if, if OG's hurt, I, I don't even know what to do. But, um, like, second or third play in the game, OG drives the lane, Kawhi claws him in the face, no foul call. Nick Nurse is pissed. He picks up a technical. And really, he should be pissed because, like, like OG had his eyes scratched out, man. Like, when the camera panned back to him, Kawhi was checking on him the next possession down, being like, are you okay? Like, um, you know, OG had, like, basically, you could see, like, uh, tears sort of flowing out of his eye. Like, it was just a bad situation. And, again, it was just a terrible missed call. Honestly, the referees tonight just were not very friendly towards the Raptors overall. I'm not going to say that's the reason why the Raptors lost this game, but they definitely didn't get any love from the referees. Like The Clippers shot twice as many free throws as the Raptors. In the fourth quarter, the Raptors going to the rim. Lots of contact, nothing called. But then Lou Williams, you know, like a fucking breeze blows through him, and, you know, it's three free throws. But whatever, whatever, whatever. I, I, I enjoyed that 2014-15 season too, so I can't really complain about Lou Williams. But in, in any case, um, Rondé. So, Rondé has a step in for OG. OG obviously was going to take the primary assignment against Kawhi. OG had only played, like, what, 26-some-odd minutes against um, the Lakers. And so, he was definitely fresh. He was definitely up for the challenge. Um, and, you know, it's just unfortunate. Um, but Rondé did as good of a job as humanly possible. I mean, I can't imagine OG would have come in and did any better than holding Kawhi to, you know, two made baskets and... uh and nine turnovers, and Rondé, his energy, and just sort of how determined, how dogged he was in terms of just pursuing Kawhi Leonard at all areas of the floor. Like, Kawhi would try to dribble the basketball from, you know, just come, because, you know, the Clippers don't really have a point guard, so they give the ball to Kawhi and let him bring the ball up, and Rondé is just making him turn, getting into the ball, uh, you know, you know, forcing him to tough turnovers. Like, you know, I, you know, Kawhi is as 
poised, as composed as they come, but Ronde really, really made him work for everything, everything. And by the time Ronde checked out of the game, you know, in the fourth quarter there, he had played 29 minutes, and the man just looks so tired. But I, I appreciate that about him. First off, you haven't played most of the season. So when you get in the game, you better get exhausted. Like, exhaust yourself. You know what I mean? Like, you haven't been doing that much else, right, in terms of game action. So come in, you know, uh, play your tail off and, you know, show Nick Nurse something. And I love I loved the way he responded defensively. Remember early in the season, preseason, you know, Nick Nurse was asked, like, hey, are, you, 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 what's, what's going on with Rondé and uh, Stanley? Like, they're good defenders, right? And Nick Nurse is like, no. No, no, no. They're good defenders for uh, the Nets. They're good defenders for the Pistons, but they're not good defenders for the Raptors. Like, we're a championship team. The Raptors won that championship mostly with defense. They were the best defensive club in throughout the playoff uh, run. And you could see, you know, what they did to Philly, what they did to Milwaukee, and ultimately what they did to Golden State. Um, so, no, Rondé and Stanley Johnson, yes, they are defenders because, they're quite honestly, they're just not that good offensively. Uh, but they are not up to standard. for the, And, and Nickners called them out. You know, you know, it's it's always questionable how players will respond to that, especially in the modern NBA. But it looks as if Rondé has taken that message to heart. He's really responded. The last two games, he's been excellent. And again, Rondé today made Kawhi work for everything. Like when Kawhi shoots only again, only two made field goals and nine turnovers, it's incredible. And obviously, it's a bit of team defense as well. You know, uh, everyone really chipped in. Everyone's on the same page. And again, that just goes to show how important a good coach is. Nick Nurse. Under such difficult circumstances, no OG, no Lowry, no Surge, no Pat McCaw. That's half your four. That's your. That's four of your top eight players in your rotation. So we're talking about half a Raptor team. But he still got and, and no practice as well, and he still got everyone to execute the way the Raptors were just like you know uh, the rotations. Everyone was knew what to do when there were breakdowns. You know, players are holding each other accountable, and I love that about this team. Again, you know what? A loss is a loss, but you, you can take it when you can accept a loss like this. When you fight like hell, you do everything possible, and um, yeah, you know, I thought Rondé was the most positive aspect of this game. Uh, you know, in terms of just what players showed you something. I thought Rondé showed you something. I thought Chris Boucher showed you something. Like, the fact that, okay, obviously Boucher's game against the Lakers uh, is legendary stuff, and, you know, he said it himself. He's never going to forget this night where he blocked LeBron James multiple times in the fourth quarter, and Anthony Davis, by the way. Um, but Boucher today was just as good. Like, really, he was excellent. Um, you know, the, uh, you know... I would say the Clippers, I mean, even maybe the numbers don't necessarily show up, but the, the Clippers are definitely more of a serious uh, defensive club uh, as compared to the Lakers. And um, so, you know, it, 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 the scoring wasn't as easy. Like Chris Boucher wasn't just like running down the floor unchecked because Le- the Wash King is just standing there complaining about foul calls while Chris Boucher is dunking and ending the game. Uh, but Boucher today w- was, you know, brilliant again. His energy stands out. Like, again, same thing with Rondé. Chris, you're not playing a lot of minutes. You haven't really been, you know, in the rotation as much. So when you come into the game, bust your balls. And, like, that's what he did, man. Like, 13 points on in 22 minutes, 5 of 10 from the field, 3 of 5 from deep. The three-point, I mean, <laughs> the three-pointers are kind of iffy. Like, every time he shoots them, I'm like, oh, are you sure you should be shooting that? But 
they're going in, man. They're going in. The confidence is sky high for Chris, obviously, after that career night against the Lakers. Uh, he hit a three in the fourth quarter tonight. He's pretty much the only one who was doing anything from the Raptors in the fourth quarter. Raptors only managed 10 points. Like, Boucher had a three. He had a putback. He had a two-handed block, which actually, this is your uh, KFC bucket of the game. It's actually the opposite of a bucket. It's uh, the strict refusal of a bucket where... You had a, the Clippers, you know, they're starting to really impose themselves. Kawhi's bringing the sort of triggering the action up top. They send Montrezl Harrell around the screen. I think it was Lou Williams, and uh, it's that's a that's a tough play. That's a real tough play because uh, you got to really respect Lou. You got to give him space. You got to stay attached to Lou. And so, you know, off that loose screen, you know, uh, Montrezl Harrell curls down the middle of the lane, and uh, Gasol is a little bit late. He's caught in the screen. Kawhi fires a great pass to Harrell, who goes up strong, and he thinks he has a two-handed dunk, but no. Chris Boucher rotates over from the weak side, comes up, jumps up, two hands at the rim, well, well, well above the rim, actually, I gotta say, and uh, sends Montrezl Harrell to the floor, and I gotta say, for a guy like Chris Boucher, who's like maybe 200 pounds, but he's like six foot eleven, to go up against one of the strongest uh, finishers in the league in Montrezl Harrell, who is an excellent, excellent, uh, you know, finisher around the basket. You know, especially in those situations, if he's going to the rim, he's either getting fouled or he's he's dunking that ball. Uh, for Boucher to go up there, for him to time the block, for him to time the rotation, for him to block it cleanly, for him to use two hands, because you know, honestly, I don't know if Chris has enough strength to do it with just one hand. It was an excellent play. So that's actually your KFC bucket of the game because honestly, offensively, uh, it, was, it was a little bit tougher. Like, I don't know, man. Am I going to describe like a Matt Thomas pin down for three? Like, I, I don't know. There was not a lot of memorable baskets from this game. To be honest, the Raptors mostly just played with their defense uh, and tried to uh, convert that into offense. And that, that was working for a while, but then the Raptors ran out of gas. But uh, I love the way Boucher is playing. Um, you know, it's funny because Rondé and Boucher kind of play the same position. They're both kind of fours. Uh, Rondé can obviously guard a little bit more threes, and Boucher can occasionally get away with a little bit of Boucher at five. I like what Pas- uh, I like what Nurse has also been doing, by the way, in terms of his uh, his rotations. So obviously, without Serge, it's real difficult. You really only have one true center on the team, and so in order to sort of get enough rim protection uh, with this, you know, in, in those lineups where where Mark has to sit. Uh, you know, Nick is playing Pascal and Rondé and Boucher all together at once. And the three of them, it's kind of three power forwards, but, you know, combined, there's enough length, there's enough shot blocking there to make a difference. And, uh, again, I, I just like the creativity by Nick Nurse, but, you know, it was just a tough game. The circumstances were just pretty much impossible. And, uh, you know, on other. <laughs> Honestly, on another night, like the Raptors would be able to to come away with the win here. Like if they just even had one more guy, I think it would have really, really made a huge difference. Like Pascal playing forty four minutes in the fourth quarter. There, we know Pascal's been the closer. We know Pascal can do things, but man, in the fourth quarter, like he could, he didn't even want to get the ball. Like it was he he was that tired. And um, and another thing, like you've noticed, like the last two games, Pascal's been really, really cold with the jumper like today for example the fourth quarter he was so tired he missed two free throws but you know it's even like the the three-point shot like man like everything he's shooting pascal right now is short you could tell that his legs aren't fully there 
And even for a guy who I, I would say Pascal has an elite motor, like I would at least say 95, 95th percentile for, for Pascal in terms of his work rate. Uh, but even him, like he's he's got he's gonna get tired, man. I mean, he's playing like forty two, forty three minutes. He's executing everything offensively. We saw in the Laker game how important he can be defensively as well. Like it's just it's it's tough. It's tough to ask him to do everything. And even even Pascal, um, you know, was running out of gas there. So it, it was a tough situation. You know, I I don't want to because there's things you can pick at if you if you treat this like a regular game. Like okay, so the Raptors gave up twenty offensive rebounds uh and got out rebounded by 28 uh that's obviously a concern you know fred shooting six of 20 from the field and getting blocked multiple times on the rim is a concern but again all these things are kind of moot like really you got to add the context the context is they were just tired they were so tired you know what i mean and so i, I can't even blame them really again it's just the fact that they were even up five heading into the uh, the fourth quarter there. Really, the Raptors stayed so solid throughout. I mean, they held the Clippers to just 15 points in the first quarter. The Clippers could have got loose a little bit in the second quarter because the Raptors ran out of gas. Come out of halftime, the Raptors really, you know, uh, turned it on, flipped the game, got the lead. And then again, it's just in the fourth quarter, they just ran out of gas. You know, like, I don't know how many times I got to say they, they ran out of gas, but, you know, they ran out of gas. Uh, a couple other plays that stood out. Norm had a baseline drive that to blow by Kawhi Leonard for a layup after he blocked, uh, I think, Landry Shamit for three on the other end. Uh, and also, Norm, actually in transition, had Kawhi Leonard again and crossed him over, uh, got fouled, and went up strong and finished the dunk. So that was impressive. But also, Norm Powell also had Norman Powell moments, which, you know, at, at the way the, the second quarter ended, I think Norman Powell was responsible for, like, five of the Clippers' points. Just by making dumb errors and, and you know forcing shots and then fouling with like a second to go with the Clippers in their own half right before halftime, like I don't know what the hell that was, but again, this is just part of the normal experience. You know, you take the good with the bad. Ultimately, the fact that he gave you 15 points is pretty good, especially on a night where nobody could score. So uh, let's just get to three stars. First star, I'm going to have to Randy Hollis Jefferson. I love the hustle. I love the effort. I love the defense against Kawhi Leonard. I mean, there were times where Kawhi was just like dribbling, not to uh, not to go anywhere, but just to get away from Rondé. <laughs> like it was a game of tag or something. I don't know. But yeah, Rondé tonight: nine points, nine rebounds, and assists, three steals, a block. 4 of 11 shooting from the field. In 29 minutes, he was exhausted. He was spent when he came out, which is exactly what you want to see if you're Nick Nurse. You want to see him do that. The only thing with Rondé is that, like, he needs to uh, always be around the basket because he cannot shoot whatsoever. Like, I, I, you know, he's just not a shooter. That's not what he does. But, you know... <sighs> The, well, I guess the good thing is that he he presents himself well. Like he he gets in the right positions, uh, he cuts well. Uh, you know he's he's smart about how he's you know not spaces the floor, but again he's just how he presents himself when other players drive and collapse the defense. Uh, but his finishing is just unreliable. That's the thing. It's just it's weird, man. It's it's weird, it, and it's it's not just a one off thing. Rondé, uh, in in his years with the Nets, it was kind of the same issue. Now part of it is self inflicted. Like he just is not a, necessarily a very good shooter, and so he has to take a lot more of these contested shots around the rim, and so they're just not going in. Also, the defense knows he's not a shooter, so the defense is really packing the paint. But if you just look at field goal percentage, um, you know, within three feet of the basket, so the restricted area. Uh, Rondé, 58% in his rookie year, 58% as a sophomore, uh, up to 
uh, in his third year, and then 56% last year. It, it, it's 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 tough for Ronde. And just to put those numbers in perspective, like we get on Fred, like even Fred can finish like on a regular season, like you know around 60% approaching 60%. So it, it and and we're talking about that's, you know, that's like a 5 foot 10 guard going into the lane. So Ronde, I mean, the finishing needs to be improved. I don't really know what he can do, but you know, I, I like his hustle, I like his energy. He reminds me a little bit of Pascal Siakam uh, in his sophomore year, you know, in that bench mob year. You just saw this guy, Lanky, didn't really shoot well, but, he, you know, he made these hustle plays, did a little bit of everything, you know, can defend, can can assist. Uh, you know, he's he's in the right places, can pass a little bit. So I, I like Ronde, and I, I think he should get some minutes. It's just, it's it's also an issue because he's contending with, Chris Boucher, who I'm giving the second star to, 13 points, six rebounds, and a, uh, a steal, two blocks, five of ten shooting, three of five from deep in 22 minutes. Uh, I love the way uh, Boucher hustled and grinded even in the fourth quarter when literally everyone else was dying. Everyone else was so tired. Fred was just driving in, getting blocked. Pascal wouldn't even touch the ball. Norm slipped, and I hope he's okay. I mean, this man, this team is going down like flies. Mark, I mean, bro, I mean, this man has played like – like 11 months of basketball straight like he needs a nap this whole team needs a nap to be honest like uh they're just tired but boucher the most energetic of the bunch um you know i i I love the defensive uh effort he's making and also there's some skills that he's starting to show on offense where you're it's taking you by surprise like today for example uh he caught the ball on the wing he pump faked the man kind of closed out on him and he put it on the floor took two hard dribbles got to his right head and finished uh over the shot blocker uh, for a layup and you know that's the kind of mobility where you're just thinking like you know okay there's something there and that's one of the major things that Boucher has worked on um, of late is his handle uh, something that was noticeable in summer league it wasn't as noticeable in sort of half court settings but especially in uh, you know in terms of when Boucher got the rebound really really loved to uh, you know dribble the basketball and push the pace and bring the ball up and make a play in transition and that's perfect because obviously the Raptors want to do so much of their scoring in transition so um, you know I, I, that's impressive Boucher showed that I mean yesterday for example against the Lakers he also had a play where he pump fake took a step in and then drained an 18 footer and again th- that's not a shot that I don't think Nick Nurse wants in a shot spectrum but also Nick Nurse is working with half a rotation so if you can score any bucket no matter how inefficient it is just go ahead and do it uh, but you know Boucher is starting to show a couple of skills here and it, it's very intriguing I, I think uh, even when Serge comes back you know Boucher should still be in consideration because as long as he comes into the game and plays with the kind of hustle that he has played with the last two nights he's going to be a decent player and especially if he doesn't always look for his shots like don't worry in Nick Nurse's offense you don't need you don't you really don't ever have to force your shot especially as a role player like the ball will come to you and if you take the right shots and if you rate make the right passes you'll be efficient and you'll get some minutes and of course we know the defense plays for Boucher so that's that's big and then their, their, their third star of the game is real tough this is <laughs> picking one of these is real tough uh, I guess I'll go with Pascal. 16 points, 10 rebounds, 6 assists. You know, uh, he played 44 minutes. That's really why he's getting the the, uh, the award here, because he just soaked up 44 minutes, and that's massive. Him and Fred together. Fred had played 45 minutes. I mean, like, man, the Raptors really, really wanted to get this one. But, yeah, I mean, what are you going to do? You know what I mean? Like, what are you going to do? You, you, you keep Terrence Davis out there for a long time, you can't really do it, because the Clip, the Clippers really like to stagger Kawhi so that he's playing against opponent's team's bench. So what are you going to do? You're going to have Kawhi Leonard versus Terrence Davis? Like, you don't want that. So 
I don't know, but uh, yeah, Pascal, uh, just a soldier tonight, man. He had to guard pa- Kawhi a couple of times. Did a pretty decent job, all things considered. Uh, obviously, had to create a lot of his own offense. You know, you know, had the six assists, which is nice against only one turnover. But yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. Obviously, Pascal can play better. You know, he 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 is better than this, but at the same time. So difficult circumstances, but the Raptors, uh, they fought through it. In terms of your Gerald Henderson Award, that's got to go to my man, Patrick Patterson. Whoa, where did this come from? This man had uh, five three-pointers. Um, oh, sorry, he had four three-pointers for 12 points in 15 minutes. Patrick Patterson, where were these three-pointers <laughs> when you played for the Raptors? I swear to God, the amount of times uh, I heard Matt Devlin say, we need this. Off a, uh, you know, a, a, a driving kick sequence where, you know, DeMar or whoever would drive to the rim. Kick it out. Patrick Patterson in the corner. Matt Devlin. We need this. Raptors are within eight in the fourth quarter. And then brick. You know what I mean? Like, the amount of times that happened, uh, it just drove me up the wall. Obviously, Patrick Patterson was a very good Raptor when he was here uh, until the last season where, you know, he was banged up with a knee issue. Uh, a very productive piece uh, of the Raptors, especially in that, you know, backup big role. Uh, always a guy that uh, made a lot of uh, hustle plays and in terms of just like, uh, you know, stuff that didn't show up in the box score. I mean, I, I think I called him the Mr. 8 points, 5 rebounds because every game he would give you 8 points, 5 rebounds and nothing more. Sometimes less, but really nothing more. Uh, but yeah, I mean, man, uh, he looks to be... I don't know, a, a little bit more rejuvenated. I'm not really sure why he starts for the Clippers, but, um, you know, he's he's been okay. He's been okay for the Clippers. What, what's he shooting right now? 33% of the field. Okay. Mm. Okay, never mind. I take it back. Okay, yeah, so Patrick Patterson tonight, he hit, he hit four threes, so that's pretty good. Uh, that was half of the Clippers' threes. The Clippers shot eight of 36 from three. Uh, luckily, the, the, the officials sent them to the free throw line for 30 trips, so that really helps. But, yeah, Pat Patterson tonight, four threes. Uh, you are the Gerald Henderson Award winner. And yeah, for, so for the Raptors, you know, hopefully everyone's okay. Uh, you know, they, I think they proved the point against the Clippers, even though they lost. You know, uh, it was nice seeing Kawhi again. You know, it was nice to see how the Raptors guarded Kawhi. It gives me hope for when Kawhi comes back to the Raptors in December on the 11th. Um, it gives me hope that the Raptors could have a game plan that can slow down Kawhi. And as long as they get everyone else healthy, offensively, it should look a lot better than 88 points. Shout out 88 Rising. Uh, but, you know. I'm encouraged. And, you know, it was nice to see Kawhi. Uh, it was nice to see Kawhi come over after the game, you know, dap up everybody uh, on the Raptors. He shared, uh, you know, some laughs with Serge Ibaka. You know, he hugged Kyle Lowry. Uh, you know, he came over and hugged all the coaches, including um, Alex McKechnie, who, uh, you know, he shared an embrace with. You know what I mean? Like, he came over and hugged Jamal McGlore. And it was just all love. It's all love. And that's the thing with Kawhi, man. Like, you know what? He made a decision for himself. He went home. You know, it's unfortunate. Obviously, as a Raptor fan, we all wanted to stay. We all recognized the potential of what they what would have had if, um, if Kawhi had stayed. But ultimately, you know, he did his job. He went home. It's his choice. And, uh, you know, what he left behind is just such an incredible gift. You know, like the Raptors, the championship run, it was so much fun. And, uh, yeah, it was just, it's nice to see him, man. And it's going to be nice to see Kawhi for the rest of his career. And I mean, it's not nice to play against Kawhi. The man is such a killer. But, uh, you know, he'll, he's always going to feel like a part of the Raptors. And he always will be a part of the Raptors, even though he's not there anymore. So, uh, yeah, 
I don't know. The Raptors, you know, they play their guts out. They just, they ran out of gas. It happens, you know? So thanks for everyone for listening. Uh, again, you can check out uh, Run It Back on the Yahoo Sports Canada YouTube page, which is also where you can check out the video version of the podcast. Um, you know, the, the call-in show, the Raptors Over Everything live call-in show. If you want to be part of the show, if you want your voice on the air, call in this Friday between 3.30 p.m. to 4.30 p.m. Eastern Time, of course. Um, you know, me and my buddy Josh will be in the studio. We'll be taking your calls. We'll be live streaming on YouTube. So, again, you know, hit subscribe on the Yahoo Sports Canada YouTube page. It'll give you an alert uh, when, you know, we go live. It'll give you an alert when new videos drop. Uh, so, look for it there. And, um, and yeah, so it'll be a good time. Thanks, everyone, for supporting the podcast. Thanks to KFC, obviously, for sponsoring the show. And uh, I'll be back after the Raptors uh, play Portland. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.